Thanks for joining us today. We'd love to hear how God is using this ministry in your life. We encourage you to share your story with us at info at fellowshipgj.com. Also, if God is using this ministry to impact you, we want to encourage you to partner with us financially. You can do that online at fellowshipgj.com. Pick the giving option that works best for you and help us to continue to bring the message of Christ to our community and beyond. Again, thanks for joining us and enjoy today's message. Well, church, Merry Christmas. I love Christmas. I love the Christmas Eve service. It's one of my favorite services of the whole year because we take a little bit of time where we pause to remember exactly what it is that we're celebrating, what it means that God sent his son Jesus to come to earth with you and I. So would you pray with me before we dive in this evening? Heavenly Father, I thank you for every person in this room. And it's my prayer right now that God, you would speak to us. Uh, That God, it's not important what I have to say, but it is important what you have to say. Uh, So God, I pray that your word would just um, uh, resound in our hearts now, that we would understand more of your love and what you want to tell us tonight. And it's in Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen. Guys, I want to read a verse out of Luke chapter 2, verse 11. It says this, For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. The Savior, it says, who is Christ the Lord. I want to unpack this word Christ for just a couple of moments that we have together this evening. Uh, What does Christ even mean? What does it mean for us to celebrate Christmas? Well, the word Christ comes from a Greek word, Christos, which means the anointed one, okay? All throughout the New Testament, we see that Jesus is described as being the Christ. This confused me because all growing up, I thought Christ was just a last name, you know, like Jesus Christ, right? Like, that's his name, obviously. But Christ is actually a title, And we see in Greek, it was the word Christos. It means he's the anointed one. In the Old Testament, the word was Messiah, which which means the same thing. It can be translated as the anointed one. So we're told that, that Jesus is coming to be the anointed one. Well, that's great news, but what does it mean? You know, what does that mean for your life and for mine? Well, what is it that we're actually celebrating on Christmas, right? Well, if we look at it, we see that in the Old Testament, Before Jesus was born, we see that there were three different groups of people who were to be the anointed. And we were actually commanded by God, we are to anoint the the prophets, number one, the priests, number two, and then the kings, number three. That it was set aside where God is saying, I want you to uh, set aside and anoint people to fulfill these roles. And, And the Bible doesn't say that Jesus was to be anointed, He wasn't supposed to be anointed, but no, he came from God as anointed. That's great news, because what that means is that Jesus came to be the prophet, the priest, and the king for your life and for mine. This is good news. See, what does it mean that Jesus is the prophet? Well, if Jesus is the prophet in your life, what that means is that you can hear God. That, that you could hear God speak to you personally, not just in the corporate setting, not just like what you would hear at church, but he will speak to you personally. That in the Old Testament, the only way people could hear from, for God from the most 
part was when God would speak to a person, a prophet, and that prophet would relay God's message to the people. But now we see Jesus came to be the prophet in our life, and that we celebrate on Christmas that Jesus was born into the world, but he can also be born into your heart if you accept him. And by accepting him, he becomes the prophet in your life where God will speak to you on an individual basis. God wants to talk to you. We know Jesus tells us in John 10, he says, my sheep hear my voice. That if we have a relationship with him, we should hear him all throughout the Bible. God shows us that he wants to talk to us. He wants to communicate with us. So we recognize now that if Jesus is our prophet, that we can hear him on a personal level and God can talk to you so many different ways. He, he could give you impressions where, where you, you, you feel his leadings on the inside. You can hear from him through his scripture. You can hear from him through the leading of the Holy Spirit, but it's all because Jesus, the anointed one, came to be our prophet. The second thing we recognize from this, what does it mean to celebrate Christmas, is that Jesus is not just our prophet, he's our priest. Well, what does it mean for Jesus to be our priest? It means that you and I can now enter the presence of God. In the Old Testament, the only people that could go into the Holy of Holies and dwell in the presence of God where, where, where God's presence dwelt between the wings of the cherubim angels, the only people that could do it were the priests. So we see now that Jesus has come, he came to be our priest, that he then gives us access to approach God, to come into his presence so that we could experience his presence, not just occasionally, but on an everyday basis, we should be able to experience his presence. The book of Hebrews chapter five shows us that Jesus came to be our priest forever, that There's no other priest. There's no one else that can bring us into the presence of God. It's only through the person of Jesus Christ that you and I can have access to come into the presence of our Heavenly Father. And because of that, the Bible tells us that you and I who have a relationship with God, who have accepted Jesus to be our Lord and Savior, that we should be able to come into God's presence with a boldness. We come boldly into his presence, just knowing that I'm loved and accepted by my God so I can come standing in here as one of his children. And that's because when Jesus stands as our priest, he does so and he makes a way for us by the fact that he came to earth to take your sin and your shame. My sin, my shame, my guilt, he took it all upon himself. And he paid the price for our sins so that when we come into the presence of God, God doesn't see our guilt and shame. He sees Jesus' righteousness on you and I. That's good news, church. That's really good news. That should get you excited because there's some of you, you come in here with your head down. And maybe you haven't been in a church for a while because you felt like you haven't been good enough or clean enough. And Jesus has showed us and shows us all through scripture that no one is good enough. No one is righteous, no, not one. So what he's done is he's traded our sin, our shame, our guilt, and he's given us his righteousness. He stands as our priest. So we celebrate Jesus on Christmas because Jesus is our prophet. That means we can hear from God. Jesus is our priest. That means we can enter the presence of God. And then third, Jesus is our king. Jesus didn't have to be anointed to be our king. Jesus came anointed as the king. The king, the ruler over all. That means God is not just king in theory. Jesus is king over all things, good and bad. He is king over what we expect him to be king over and those things we as well don't expect him to be king over. He's king over everything, every part of your life. 
good and bad. And that's good news because this is the time of year where we can get down because we can feel pretty emotional about all the different things that happen around us. I mean, this is the time of year our emotions are, are like on the high end, right? We go around stressed out because there's so much going on. We see the tr- troubles and problems at our workplace and we're stressed about that. We see problems in our relationship, problems with our health, problems with our finances, whatever the problems would be. We see these problems and the good news is if, if we accept Jesus and we recognize that he reigns over our life, then he reigns over those difficult things too. He reigns over those problems, and if, if he is the king and the Lord over my life, that means that I can walk victoriously through whatever storm, whatever struggle comes my way. And man, there are people in this room, I could pass the microphone around and you could agree with me and say, you know what, you've been through some difficult stuff, but as you've allowed Jesus to lead you and guide you, you've been able to walk through that stuff victoriously because of how good he is. Man, we celebrate Jesus on Christmas as being the anointed one because he came to make sure we could hear from God. He is our prophet. He came to make sure we could come into the presence of God. He is our priest and he came to rule over our lives as our king. Guys, it's so important that we understand this principle about him being our king, is that Jesus didn't come to just be a part of your life. He came to be the king over every part of your life. And that's what our God deserves. That's that's what we understand about the son of God, our savior, the, the king who made a way for you and I to be right with him. See, what's so amazing about the Christmas story is the Christmas story, as you know, is a very ordinary story. Think about it. Mary and Joseph, nothing too spectacular, very ordinary people, just average people. Bethlehem, that, just nothing spectacular about that, just an average city. I think of like Mac or Loma, right? Just pretty boring, right? <laughs> Sorry to those of you from Mac. Right, but just very ordinary. You know, being born in a stable, placed in a manger, that's ordinary. Being raised in a family where your, your father's a carpenter, that's all very ordinary. What makes the Christmas story so extraordinary is the fact that Jesus came. That the anointed one came, the son of God came to make a way for you and me to be our prophet, to be our priest, to be our king, to be our savior so that you and I, would, we wouldn't be left alone, but we could be made right with him. And see, many of us, we recognize our lives are so ordinary. And what we need so desperately is the presence of our extraordinary God to change our life, to get us out of the ordinary, mundane rut that we've been stuck in to where we can start living as opposed to just trying to survive, as opposed to just trying to get by and without doing the same old junk over and over again. He wants to give you an extraordinary life, a life full of hope and joy and peace. I wonder though, have you accepted Jesus? In fact, I wanna invite you at the end of our service right now, if you'd stand to your feet with me. Here in a moment, we're gonna sing another song together, but but first, before we do that, I I wanna ask every person in this room to stand to your feet, and while you're standing, I wanna ask you the question. Have you accepted Jesus? Have you accepted him to be your prophet, your priest, your king? Do you see him as he explains himself and expresses himself to us as the son of God, the one who came to take away the sins of the world, the one to make a way for us? 
The Bible tells us in Romans chapter 10 that, that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and you believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. The Bible tells us in Acts that everyone who calls upon the name of the Lord Jesus will be saved. So what I wanna do here in just a moment is I'm gonna give you an opportunity today if you've never accepted Jesus. I wanna give you an opportunity today to pray a prayer where we're all gonna pray together and it's not like a magical prayer. It's just a prayer that gives us the means in order to be able to connect with God. And Jesus made a way for us to be able to come into his presence, to hear from him, to make him the leader of our, over our lives. And I want to give you the opportunity to pray this prayer with me here in just a moment. I know there might be some of you in here tonight that would say, you know what, I feel like I've done this before, but I've been walking away. I, I've gotten far from God. And, and I, I want to encourage you because I believe that God brought you here because he's drawing you back to him. I, I believe that you're here right now because he's, he, he's beckoning you to come back to him, to trust him, that, that he wants a relationship with you. He cares so much for you. There might be some of you here that maybe you've never prayed a prayer and asked Jesus to forgive you of your sins. You've never made him the Lord of your life, but you kind of feel on the inside right now like there's this, there's this drawing towards you, like you're being, you're being pulled towards God, like he's inviting you into a relationship with him right now. I wanna encourage you to listen to that. The Bible tells us in Hebrews, God is talking to his people and he says, if you hear my voice, don't harden your heart. Right now, I believe there's many of you that you're hearing God's voice, maybe for the first time right now, where he's drawing you to him and you're thinking, I could have a relationship with God. Don't harden your heart to that. Don't harden your heart to that. So what I wanna do is with everyone, with your heads bowed and your eyes closed, no one looking around right now, I wanna pray a prayer and I wanna ask everyone to repeat this prayer after me. And this, this is a prayer for every person right now in this room that knows you need to make Jesus Christ your Lord. Jesus, the anointed one, your Lord right now. That's what we celebrate in Christmas. And you can leave here without a doubt knowing that you have a relationship with God and without a doubt knowing that you have a home forever in heaven because of what he's done for us. So I'm gonna pray and I wanna ask every person in this room to repeat this prayer with me right now. Dear Jesus, I'm a sinner and I need forgiveness. I believe you died on the cross for me and you rose again so I could have a home forever in heaven. So please forgive me of my sins. Be the Lord of my life. You are my prophet, my priest, and my king. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody said, amen, amen. Awesome. Well, I wanna encourage you, if you prayed that prayer for the very first time tonight, before this day is over, tell your friends, tell your loved ones that, that you have a relationship with Jesus so they can know without a doubt that, that you have a home forever in heaven with God. So I wanna pray over you, and then what we're gonna do is we're gonna sing one more worship song together, just thanking God for how great he is, and then we're gonna dismiss after this song. So let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you for Christmas. Thank you that you sent the anointed one, that Jesus came to make a way for all of us. And tonight, we just wanna stop and recognize how great you are, and it's because of your great love for us that we even get to come into your presence. So thank you so much 
we, we acknowledge you and we just wanna uh, ask you right now, God, that you would be our focus in this time as we leave here. And it's in Jesus' name we pray. Everybody said, amen. Let's sing one more worship song together. Thank you for listening to this week's message at Fellowship Church. If you have not made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, I wanna give you the opportunity to do that right now. The Bible says in the book of Romans, If you declare with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You can do that right now. I just want to encourage you to pray this prayer with me. Dear Jesus, I am a sinner, and I need forgiveness. Please forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are Lord, and that you died on the cross for my sins, and that you rose again. God, I thank you for that. I ask you now to be my Savior, to guide my life, and to give me a home forever in heaven. And God, I ask you this, in your precious Son, Jesus Christ's name, amen. If you just prayed this prayer for the first time, or if you need prayer at all, we would love to hear from you. You can contact us at 970-245-PRAY or by email at prayer at fellowshipgj.com. Thanks again, and we hope to see you next week.